Did you know there are living prophets today? Every six months they come together at a general conference for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Join us as we study these talks at Conference in Review. Hello, I'm Dana. And I'm Derek. This week we've picked two talks and... I'm not sure that I have a name for the the whole thing. So let's just Mm. say it's Elder Bednar and Sister Michelle Craig. And we are going to draw primarily on Elder Bednar's talk, um, referring to Sister Craig's talk in parts we, we find there's a relation. So let's take it away. Um, Derek, what is a parable? Hmm. And maybe you could get some help from Elder Bednar. Elder Bednar talks about that this was a defining feature of how Jesus Christ taught. He used he used a simple definition using stories that with with material things, mortal things that had a, a spiritual truth. So he's telling a story that is a story not a true story necessarily to teach a story teach a i always think of like aesop's fables and those are called fables yeah that teach a lesson and then at the end there's a moral to the story don't put all your eggs in one basket or whatever they might be well when you think about it you know he gives examples the grain of a mustard seed. That was something they're familiar with. You know, it was very small. Mm-hmm. Um, a pearl of great price. The vineyard, the laborers in the vineyard, the ten virgins. He took things that he knew, that they knew well, and related it to spiritual things. Yes. And so there are multiple levels you can understand on a surface level. But unless you hear it spiritually, you're not getting the real message that he's trying to give you. Mm-hmm. I've heard some modern-day parables, like the parable of the bicycle. I think that was oh. Stephen Robinson. Robbins? I, was, I was thinking of the Bednar's the pickles. The pickles, remind where, me. Where you put them in, and they cure, and you're making pickles, and they're gradually... Turning from a cucumber into a pickle. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? It sounds familiar. I don't. I remember the story. I don't remember the parable. I don't remember that well either. But I remember <laughs> he was talking about pickles. <laughs> so I'd have to go back and look at. It. I can't remember, but he's talking about that change that happens over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to go back and listen to it. Well, I remember believing Christ. And I want to say his name was Stephen Robinson or Stephen Robbins. And he was the one talked about how his daughter was saving up for a bicycle. Mm. And you probably know that one where she, she was a little girl. I don't know how little she was, but you know, she didn't have a job. She's just doing little chores around the house and bicycles can cost pretty, you know, in the hundreds. And he realized She's going to, she's going to, by the time she saves up her money, she's going to be wanting a car. Mm -hmm. And so he ends up helping her, you know, she brings in all her money and they see she's never going to have enough for that bicycle. And so he made up the rest. So 
this is not that parable that we're going to talk about. So the parable we're talking about is the royal marriage feast. Yeah. And Elder Bednar quotes quite a bit uh, out of the scriptures about that marriage feast. And I'm, I don't want to like go through and just rehash the read the talk because I, I assume that if you're listening to this, we're going to tell you what talk it is. It's called Put On Thy Strength, O Zion, from October 2022. And you can go back and study this and... And just just for reference, if you if you go through this, he, so he's quoting a lot of scripture, and if you look at the references, a lot of this refers to James E. Talmage um, when he's talking about this in Jesus the Christ, mm-hmm. and so he's directly pulling information from Jesus the Christ and giving that in his talk as you as you look at it. So, you know what strikes me about this parable is how it's a king and it's a big deal and that he's saying how the jewish weddings are a big deal and how this is a king so you're thinking king is someone who's very important in the land and yet these people are just being so rude and i tried to think of because i think in our society when we think of kings and queens we tend to think of like great britain and the english kings and queens like king henry the eighth you try to do this and he's gonna have you drawn and quartered you know you did you didn't get away with that but this is talking of a different time a different king and these people would just not only just snub his invitation but we have someone who actually came to the wedding And it's like almost as if they snuck in because they're not wearing the garments. Because he's talking about how they all have to wear the garment. Well, and it says that it was essentially considered a command, not an invitation. It was a command for Mm -hmm. them to to go to that. Well, he's picking up beggars on the street, right? Just picking up anybody. Because they won't come. He goes and gets anybody off the street. And he has clothes, dressed them in the clothes. And so... You don't know any difference because everybody's dressed in the same clothing. So there's no rich and poor. Everybody's the same. It's like at the temple. Everybody's dressed in white. Everybody's the same. You don't have anybody that's, you know, uh, on an upper. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell who the temple president is because, I don't know, it seems like they're dressed a little differently. Well, they have those suits on, all the <laughs> sealers the and, and the, the, shoes the and men the... working. You yeah. know, it's like the the men who work at the temple have on those suits and the, the, the white suits, whereas the women who work at the temple, they're wearing the same thing as the other mm-hmm. women. Although I, you will notice that a lot of times they will have like a sweater. Yeah. And they usually will have on a little different. shoes rather than slippers. Although I have upgraded to shoes because I have a bad back and I've I just had to upgrade. Plus my my cute little slippers, they were crocheted little slippers my mother in law gave me and they finally just But that is one of the neat things about the temple mm-hmm. is that everybody's on the same level. There's and you no, can't really tell I mean You can't. You can't tell going back to this this parable i was thinking how the way the current british monarchy is treated i could see something like this happening more like 
it wouldn't. But I, I could see this happening. You, like when I was talking about King Henry VIII, okay, it would not happen. Whereas modern day monarchs, right now we we hear about Prince Harry and his wife and and all the the stuff that they say, all the negative things that they say about the the royal family. And so we can kind of see that more in a modern day where people will go ahead and kind of make fun or or just just be disrespectful about it. Yeah. And I think part of that is because, you know, his wife is an American. As Americans, we don't believe in monarchies or royalty. And I think that's part of our, you know, we rebelled. But that's another another topic. But what I'm I'm saying is that this king would have to get people off the street because he's getting so much disrespect and now he still has to go to beggars and he still manages to get somebody coming in there the wrong way i i think of him as a wedding crasher basically Mm. he's not wearing the right garment yeah and it's he says it's an act of defiance right just open rebellion and when he goes to say what are you doing the guy has nothing to say no it's like completely knows it 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 the biggest indicator to me he knows exactly what he's doing because he doesn't respond hey i didn't know because he just is speechless he knows exactly what he's doing well, if you were to crash a wedding, you say, "Who who are you here with? You're in the bridegroom brides or the groom's family?" and you get caught lying and you feel really stupid. Yeah. And you're going to get kicked out. And this person That's does get kicked happened. out. Yeah. Yeah. And they call it outer darkness and weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. But well, I guess I'm not quite quoting that right. He was cast into outer darkness. So I, I actually, I don't know if we wanted to just cross over to Michelle Craig's for a second. We talk about this is taking the long way around. And we think of taking the long way around as being hard. And she talks about the Mormon woman in someone's, and you probably have it up there. Yeah. She's, trailing they're going across in the wagons from Nebraska. from oh was it in nebraska they found well it? it's in the nebraska advertiser okay and he sees her getting falling into the mud or i mean you're yeah. looking at him not looking at it and yeah. he's, he's essentially making fun of her being unladylike and falling in the mud and getting up and these little kids going and she says this guy doesn't know anything about her she's she could be a single mother and it's kind of making fun but I'm thinking to myself, why would somebody do that? Why would somebody take the long way around when it was probably much easier to stay wherever she was, live her life, but to have to go by herself, pulling her wagon, falling into the mud and getting back up. Yeah. And I would say people do it because they know something. They believe something. Something has happened to them. Why would the people, uh, the the people of Ammon, the anti-Nephi-Lehi's, why would they just sit there and pray while these soldiers are coming in with swords and, and hacking them up? Why would they do that? They wouldn't even defend themselves. Mm-hmm. It's because something has happened. Yeah. And I, 
I think of, I was on YouTube and I was telling Derek about this and so I don't know what I was looking for, but something came up where someone had brought in a camera into the temple, a hidden camera so that no one could see it. And it was yeah. at the end of a session and they're, they're videoing people going up to the, the veil. And it kind of, you know, it really bothered me that people are smuggling out videos that you have to have a temple recommend to get in. I'm thinking that's just such a, a slap in the face to everything we believe in. And whoever's watching this or if someone put this person up to it, how they're taking, they're, they're crashing the party. You know, they're like the wedding crash. They won't come in the way they're supposed to with the garment, yeah. but they're um, trying to come in a different way. When everyone is invited, as in, like back to Elder Bednar's talk, when he talks about the choice to partake in the wedding feast, uh, is he said it's related to the invitation. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, ev anyone, we know this, anyone can go to the temple, but you have to, you, you make commitments, you join the church, you're baptized, you have an interview with the bishop and you prepare. And that's the, that's the proper way. That's the garment you wear. And someone trying to sneak in a video or, or sneak in or whatever, that's the wedding crash. You're trying to take a different way yeah. and you'll be cast out. Now, Elder Bednar talks about you choose to be chosen. And we're talking about how when we choose something, we often think of, the act of choosing, we think of it as being one, the, one is being acted on and so they have no choice. So if, if I choose Derek, it's kind of like he, he's helpless. He has no choice in the matter because I chose him. Too bad. Whereas Elder Bednar is saying that it's, it's not like that. It sounds like God will choose you, but you have to choose him back. Yes. You're talking about when you date someone and oftentimes it feels like, oh, the men are doing all the choices because they ask. But on the other hand, the women have veto power to say yes or no. Now you may say, well, yeah, taking us out of taking aside the question, the idea that sometimes you get pressured into saying yes or no. Let's not put it that way. But if Derek was to ask me on a date, say we're, we don't know each other. He says, Dana, you want to go on a date with me? He's choosing me. I have to choose him back. I could say, no, I don't choose you back. And that's kind of how Elder Bednar is putting this, is that when you're called but fewer chosen, it's it's like he calls you, but you have to choose. Yeah. Maybe I'm rambling on a bit about that. Nope, that makes sense. That's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Just that we have to choose to be chosen. Yeah. I'm going to go on a little bit okay. to Michelle Craig's about the prank that they her brothers played on her mm. little sister. I thought it was funny how they're taking out the carpet while she's in the bed. How did she, how did she sleep through that? <laughs> I thought that was the weirdest thing. Yeah. It sounds like they almost had already taken the carpet out, but they hadn't done the other. Well... No, because she didn't, none of it had been done. She just thought they had moved. It's funny that she would think that 
They left and they took the carpet with them. <laughs> they left their daughter and they took the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> the boys thought that'd be funny. She must have been pretty little. So yeah. they they played a trick on her. Said they left a note and said she's we moved. old enough to read. Yeah. So was she like eight or nine? And she just and she says later on how, you know, I could have just opened the door. I'm over there feeling sorry for myself, and I didn't even open the door. And I would have seen that you're all still there. And it was a joke. Yeah. Let me go back to the story of Naaman and Elisha. If you might remember him, he was a leader of what nation was he? It was not, he wasn't Israelite, but he was. Yeah, he was. He was not Babylonian. Was Maybe was it Syrian? Syrian, probably I don't Syrian. know. He was, he was the enemy. He wasn't even yeah. part of the house of Israel. And one of his servants suggested that he see the prophet and he could heal him yeah. and he goes there but the prophet won't even meet him he sends a servant out tells him what to do yeah and he's kind of he's put it. out mm-hmm. she says, well if he'd had you do great one some great thing you would do it mm-hmm. so he goes ahead and washes himself like seven he was times. T- seven times in the river and and he comes out clean and oftentimes we have questions or, or we have concerns and instead of taking it to the Lord, maybe we take it to social media or to other sources when we've been reminded all the time that you just take it to the Lord. And they talk about the serpent on the the snake, the serpent on the cross. How yeah. All you had to do is look. Mm-hmm. And it's something to try. Some people will not try the word. They will not try it. They would rather take shortcuts and sometimes it's amazing how much work a shortcut takes yeah so many people just will say the the book of mormon is is bad it's of the devil but will have you read it no there's a fear to read it yeah one of the things that he talks about elder bednar is many are called and few are chosen we're all given the opportunity but we all ultimately have the choice. And based on that choice, we will either be at the wedding feast or maybe we'll be at the wedding feast and not be wearing the right stuff and we'll get kicked out. Yeah. Or we just won't even be there. Well, you take the long way around when you know something. The things that you will go through because you have had a witness and like she talks about her sister emily is that you only get that witness and that ability to do the hard things when you give it a chance yeah and that's that's my conclusion do you have a conclusion i think that's uh i think that's a good conclusion mm-hmm. we we liked these two talks because of the importance of our free agency and choice and based on how we live the gospel we can have the strength of those women pushing those hand carts and uh, become more immovable like a rock a house built on a rock we will invite you to review these talks and continue to follow the prophet